We'll have some guys swinging from the ceiling, right? Hey, whatever, quite whatever spectacle you can put on. Yeah, that's fine. I'm telling you, whatever testicle. (laughs) (laughs) If Tony puts those fucking uh, suspenders down, it means we're business. (laughs) It's time to go. So bad, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Seven o'clock. Time for the thing. I'm gonna go smoke now. You fucking slacker. Sound like us. How he goes to take shit. This all sounds familiar. Yeah, a lot of love here, man. That's right. Yeah, we're like already like sitting around twenty minutes chit chatting, and then we're just explode. Boom! I'm out of here. All right, well, yep. <laughs> oh shit! Well, nice to meet you guys. I'm Tony. Hey, Tony, oh. nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. We're nice both Mark, but I go by Dreadbull. He's Montag. So, yeah. Right on. I'm Dan. You, I met you guys already a minute ago. This is Joe. Yeah. I, uh... Mike. What's up? Introduce yourself. I'm Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. Oh, God. Not now. Not in front of everybody. Collectively known as Smelly Bastards. Yeah. Okay, cool. That sounds sounds like most of my life right there. So I get it. Can you hear all of us okay? Yeah. Sound great. Yeah. Yeah, sound good. It's all the best audio we've had. (laughs) Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, We've, we've, uh, whoever the audio guy is, nice job. Okay. Right. I'm always turning some sort of fucking knob, including my own. <laughs> turning that knob, bringing the rock. Yeah. Ever since I was 12. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about this. Uh, but yeah, you guys got a show in a few weeks. I'm excited to come up and see yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Good time. We're ready, I think. Yeah, <laughs> ready as we're sure. going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a headlining gig, so you're going to be set up. You're going to be there like waiting through all these uh, bands. It's going to be about 11 o'clock before you go on, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Our old asses will turn to dust. Yeah, you got your naps. Yeah, you got places for old people to sit in that store. Is it a venue, <laughs> a standing only venue? There's usually a few sta- stools here and there. Sometimes they leave the tables out. I'm pretty sure they will for this one. Uh, yeah, have them put a table and chair out for the old man. Yeah. The old Montag's yeah. decrepit and needs to sit. His <laughs> knees and back aren't what they used to be. Back in the days before I had diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Yeah. Our standing room and mosh pit days are well behind. Us. Oh, well right. behind. Yeah. Mine yeah. yeah. have been gone for years. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we I think that was I think it started when we saw Dream Theater up in Detroit, actually. Uh, because they played a, a three hour, three and a half hour st- uh, set. And so they played like a two hour set, yeah. and we're like, we were just standing right in front, like, oh man, we're tired. Let's go find a seat. And we sat yeah. down, we're like how can they do it they're out there playing we're just watching and then they came out after a half hour break and did another hour and a half hour set yeah i'm like Gee, yeah Christ. you don't get shortchanged no no well chops having a hard time logging in i don't know what his problem is so i just say we just move on with the show Let's and if go. he shows up then you know Ooh. then he shows up if not what can we do about it you know all the better yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving him in the dust. <laughs> Fucker should learn how to get a computer. That's what I say. <laughs> Try, you know, not to do yeah. it on his phone. I told you so. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna do our awesome intro, kicks ass, and oh, then yeah. uh, we're gonna so, get right into so it. Awesome. So, what's up, everybody? My name is Isaiah Rice. I'm an actor, writer, producer. I love horror. I fucking love it. 
And I mean, you're listening to what, like the one of the best horror podcasts out there right now. I mean, tell your friends, tell your family, like it, it's amazing. If, if you don't know about it, get into it. It's the Heavy Metal Horror Podcast, y'all. I am Montag, master of illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. And this is Dreadbull. And again, no chop top. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he fucking again. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you were watching and listening to a heavy, heavy metal, metal horror. horror. Oh, yeah. Got some horns over there. Nice. Yes, yes. Oh, kitties, kitties tonight. We've got a special group. Yes, a group interview. The whole band's finality is here. That's right, from Michigan, from Detroit. Um, we we if you if you've been watching, we did a live reaction to their album Technocracy, which fucking sweet, just kicks ass. <laughs> Such a good record. Uh, it blew our minds away, guys. Um, just last week. So welcome to Thank Heavy you. Metal Horror. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, what can I? Um, yeah, we're gonna have fun. So, you know, these questions, uh, we, we've only had, like, one other, like, full band interview. Um, that was, uh, what was that? That was uh, so July? Back in July. July, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jag Panzer came on. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah I watched that one. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you for watching. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, so that was, like, the first time ever. So this is nice to have the whole band on. And uh, so we're just going to, we're going to have some fun. Um, Sounds like a plan. It's excellent. Excellent. Not not sure what. I have no idea. Oh, Joe, the voice <laughs> message. Well, I don't know. We're what we're a, doing a show. It's hey, a, yeah. Sorry, we're chop top. We're, we're rolling now. We're Forget rolling it. now. It's too, a little too late. Uh, so let's talk a little bit. We'd like to you know get some background on our artists first. Um, when did you guys like you know first get into music? Like you know what what age uh, did like you start really enjoying music? As a child. As a kid, go ahead, Dan, we go. as a kid, as a child, I'm talking as a young, probably like six, seven years old, the old Ozzy, you know, Black Sabbath, and just just having brothers that were like into bands, you know, Metallica, like Van Halen, like just being enthused by uh by by good music back then, you know, like I was, was very young, started very young. I've been playing drums for like forty years. I'm forty six, so yeah. 40 years? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I started playing drums when I was 10, so I get it. That's yeah. longer than I've been alive. <laughs> it's smelly old bastards. That's what you guys start calling them, right? Goddamn right. Yeah. That's why you smell. You're old. You got that crawl of the grave upon you. Believe me, this room just stinks right now. Yeah, dude. yeah, nice. <laughs> Someone's been eating lots of eggs today. It's sulfurous. It's not the spires of hell. It's just the smell of stinking <laughs> finality. The neighbors like metal. Right now. Yeah. God, I'm gonna practice window no more. There, <laughs> there you go. That's it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, so, what what attracts you or attracted you to metal as a genre, as opposed to other genres? Uh, for, I guess for me, it was just a, a release. It was a way for me to escape all the bullshit that was kind of going on around me. Um, you know, like I grew up kind of, uh, 
with a single family or single parent home, basically. So mom was just working her ass off to make sure that my sister and I had, you know, a roof over our heads. So it was a lot of time on my own. I was an awkward kid. So you get picked on in school and shit like that. So just when you first heard something like you know, Metallica, when you're eight years old, it just like, just hooks you, brings you right in and just kind of jumped on for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Still to this day, it's how I cope with everything in life pretty much. So yeah, music can be uh, cathartic like that, you know. John's yeah. got the best story of why he plays model. Go ahead, John. <laughs> the best story. All right, let's hear it. Okay. Uh, uh, I guess I used to play in like a pop punk band when I was like 14 or 15. And I worked at this place and the guy was a big metal head and he would always tell me how bad punk sucked and that I needed to play metal in a game. He gave me like Metallica tapes and Heathen and Slayer and and here I am. <laughs> the man is nice. a hero. Yeah. Solo. You know, I, I like I like punk. You know, I love the Ramones and I, I think there's some really great punk metal. You know, like the first couple maiden albums are really punky, you know, and there's some of this thrash. Like you know, there are parts of anthrax and, and motorhead that are very punk, you know. And uh I think I think they can work well. You know, a band like violence as a lot of angry punk. Yeah, you know, but the, think of think about Maiden's early days and uh, when they were getting pressured by the labels to play punk. Yeah. You know, well, like it like what yeah, can what you wear mohawks we and dye your hair purple? What right, kind of like world that. would we live in right now if they if they gave into that pressure and started yeah, playing yeah. punk like mm -hmm. that? I don't, I don't want to live in that world. So yeah, right. Now. You know, yeah. <laughs> punk is okay, but yeah, metal's right. better. So <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. all there is to it. It's like a buffet. <laughs> You know, musical buffet. Some yeah, people like pecan pie. Some people like bread pudding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your your musical influences. Who are some of your guys' like musical heroes? And and I'll I'll add to that. Like, have you met any of these musical heroes? And and what was that like? Tony, start with Tony. Yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah, I met James Hetfield. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. And uh, wait, who was all there? Joe was there. Dan was there. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. It really was. Uh, how, how did that come about? We went to the strip club. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so I play guitar in Battlecross, and Battlecross um, opened up Orion Fest in Detroit in 2013, and we did. We were part of like the uh, press conference and stuff. Or you're handpicked by Metallica. Yeah, they, they wanted us to play. Yeah, and we're like, hell yeah, you know, it was it was amazing. Oh, and so cool. for this yeah, press conference, well. we met them, and um, and then the day of the show, which was a couple of days later, we were opening up the frantic stage, and this golf cart rolls up, and there's James Hetfield, and he gets out and he right. just hangs out with us. Yeah, wow. Like, oh, yeah. There too. Yeah, 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 it was it was awesome. And then cool. before we before we started playing. They went on stage and introduced us. Yeah, I'm sitting there working on the stage, putting all the gear up and ready, getting ready to go. And uh, Hatfield comes up and he's like, "Hey, do you mind if I go up there and introduce them?" I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> Get off my stage, you son of a bitch! Yeah. Can't you see I'm busy? <laughs> yeah, there's a working guy here, man. Right, right. Can I go introduce? <laughs> yeah. still the show, man. Even though you know they're the biggest band in the world, they're still fucking humble and they're still fucking Absolutely. you know they're still fans, which is great. You know they are. That's why I get pissed when people are like, you know, I, I saw a lot of posting when they did their Detroit show here, and everybody's like, oh I gave up listening to them, and when that load shit, I was like, fuck you, you didn't. You listen to everything off of load and reload, you stupid son of a bitch, as well as saying anger like everyone. Uh, I, mean, I liked it, but hey, 
That's your opinion because you've been saying it over and over and over again. Right. And over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I, I think with the longtime fans, we found that sometimes you go through a stage of fatigue. Oh, yeah. Just like you've got to listen to other things. But it doesn't right. mean you just stop liking them. It just means right now you're you're doing other things. Yeah, and, right. and Dread Bull and I both talked about that. Metallica fatigue, Iron Maiden fatigue. It's like, and there's so much more music out there. It's like when you first discover those bands, first discover Metallica and Iron Maiden, it's so exciting. Like, oh my God, this this fulfills my life. And you've been with the band for 40 years. You know, you know the catalog, you love them, but there's other things out there. And it's like, it's, it's nice to kind of have a, other things to explore. But I think it's great that, for someone who, because it's it could have been so easy for him to be an asshole about things, oh, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, how, we've been on smaller tours where we didn't see the headliners at all. They just hit on their bus the whole fucking day. <laughs> wow. What's so, the point? Yeah. Right. You exactly. know. Exactly. Who else? Uh, anyone else uh, meet any of your musical heroes? Dan. I have met a lot of different ones, but I mean, honestly, that was Hetfield was probably my number one. Uh, oh, geez. Everybody from uh, Gene Simmons. I met uh, work in security at uh, Tacomerica Park. That was cool to, with the X-Men security. And uh, Google Dolls. I met the lead singer. Like, just different artists. But, I mean, to be starstruck, that was James Hetfield had to take the cake for me, man. I mean, I've met a lot of artists over the years. But just, you know, not many people have sold 150 million records. You know? Yeah. A lot. It's a lot. Like, so it's just uh, it's kind of it's impressive. Yeah, and they're doing it for forty plus years. You know, they've been in this in this genre of music and pioneers, pioneers of metal yeah. to me. Yeah, sure. yeah, guys yeah. of that stature, man, it's hard to uh, not be a little awestruck. Yeah, we got to meet Bruce Dickinson uh, when he was doing his solo stuff. Uh, he played a show here in Cleveland, and uh, we got to go backstage after the show and meet him and stuff. And I, I couldn't even speak; I couldn't make a sentence. Like I, <laughs> I wanted him to sign vote. something for me, and it was just. You know, just complete gibberish. So <laughs> I get it. You get in the I presence mean, of some of these guys, like holy shit, man! Like you, you want know, to say something that's impressive, and then Dreadbulls, he's half a incoherent half the time, anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I can barely spit out a sentence in the best of times. Uh, that was kind of like uh, when, when uh, before Rocky died, we did a run with with Guar, and uh, you know they were all doing their thing. We met all the guys; they were all cool and everything like that. But everyone was kind of on edge, wait, afraid to kind of talk to them and get to know them and shit. And one day we're in a, a basement fucking dressing room and this little shitty boombox, and we're playing fucking Slayer. Brocky goes walking past the door like Brocky was, stops, backs up, leaves his head in the door. Big old Brocky grin comes walking in, and at that point he became our best friend. Just sat there and bullshit Slayer and all this other shit for god it was like two hours before before the show went on like <laughs> we went on to tour with them yep. the next year or whatever it was for 72 dates and wow. those guys the guys in guar are just the Fucking coolest awesome. guys the awesome. coolest guys this is like it's <laughs> like a cool. surreal moment you know yeah. for like oh, yeah. when you're like hanging out with these guys like oh fuck you know yeah. like you, you probably think of your you know just it's hard to think of yourself as being something magnificent, you know, um, I know Dreadbull's used to being around me, so he knows how magnificent I am, but, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> but just still not used to it. Yeah, I know. I know. After all these decades. Um, but, but when you, when you meet them and they're just kind of humble, normal people that it's kind of mind blowing, right? Yep. It really is. Yep. Yeah, you put them on like this pedestal of like, you know, basically deityism and just like all of a sudden you're True. like, Oh wait, that takes dude takes a shit at three o'clock just like I do. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm gonna baggy that and sell it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, right. right. This I is bag- guar shit. 
<laughs> oh, stop talking though. There's a uh, chop top. Oh, there. looky oh, here. Oh, look who decides oh, to show oh, up. Oh, no. Way to go, chop top. He's like, bags of shit, I'm out. Oh, I thought he was showing us his, sa- his sack. Like, oh, fuck you guys. There's my nuts. <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, the, the experiences that you've had meeting these people, has that influenced how you respond to, or react to fans who, like, come up to you? Oh, yeah, for sure. How so? Just being very humble. It's very appreciative to have people enjoying your music. Just be, you know, just laid back, being real cool. I just keep it real. Like, if we're having a beer and a burger with someone kind of shit you know just a lot of people come up to you after a show and be like dude that was fucking sick you know and they're like thank you for supporting thank you for coming out thank you for taking time out of your evening you know spend spending it with us i'm yeah, always misdirects i try to put them to someone else i try <laughs> to take compliments like, I, I, I fucked up this many time i don't know <laughs> going back to like what dan said like being humble and being grateful and just just and you, yeah. you genuinely feel that way, it's real, it's easy, yeah. You know what I mean? Great, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, when finality is a household name, will you will you be able to act the same? Or will they, you just they get, won't be on our show, that's for sure. You know. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. those heavy metal horror guys, <laughs> heavy metal whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Chop Top, oh, he's gone now. Yeah, uh, this guy, yeah, he came out, man. Yeah, I mean, popped in but, for a minute. We did see him on there. Oh, oh, he's going to die. He's coming back. Oh, there he is. Hold on. He's connecting. Let's see. Let's see if he's going to join us. There he is. Are you there, Chop? I'm here, buddy. Here we go. fucking time. Thank you, everybody in Finality, for waiting for me. Well, I, uh, wait, we've been, I know we've I'm a very been... special guest, so I appreciate that. We sat here in so awkward silence for the last 22 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Waiting for I know. Show. I've had a little technical difficulties on the side, but I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much, and so nice to meet you all. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll. Thanks for having Welcome to the party. Yeah. I think Chop's <laughs> partying a little bit today. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, your fucking nose is touching the screen, Pinocchio. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about technocracy. Uh, we did this live reaction; it blew us away because how we got the album. Because yep. you know, we did a like a review of madness where we reviewed like six or seven songs, and we reviewed you know the one of the tracks on there. I think it was technocracy. Um, it was like, oh my god, this is so good. And I know Joe, you reached out and you said, hey, um, do you want to do the album? I'm like, well, fuck yeah. And then we got all the bag of swag, you know, the all the cool stickers and the uh, keychains. Yeah, thank I don't know. you, Joe. Appreciate yeah. it. Got to barter it up somehow, right? Yeah. Are you uh, wearing your Finality shirt, Chop Top? No, I don't of think course. so. No, no. I don't. But you're really close to the camera. It's probably better to sit back. It's scary. No, 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 you're good. Yeah, <laughs> we can try the other yeah. um, nostril hairs could use a trim. <laughs> yeah, the, the nostril hairs have come out and they've formed a goatee. It's got the lemmy of nostril hairs. Um, well, let's let's talk a little bit about this album because man, we were just blown away by it. We we never yep. know what an album's gonna sound like, although we had a hint from the first you know the track you sent us, but we're always like afraid, like, man, what if this album sucks? You're like, oh my yeah. god, we're doing a live review too. Like, how are we gonna try to put a nice spin? <laughs> Fortunately, we've had all great albums, which has been amazing. Uh, but your album, Blue Subway, um, I mean, how did this this style, this album evolve? Because we, there are elements of like technical death metal, uh, melodic thrash, prog, uh, and and it was like there was 
so much going on in this record. How in the world did this, uh, did this, your sound, uh, you know, evolve? Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I don't know. <laughs> they have no fucking idea. Taking forty years or whatever, you know, being an enthusiast and being a lover of music and just pouring your heart and soul, giving it back to people, man. Like, like you see, touch base on certain elements, you know, like how we have thrash and death metal and black metal. Like we love all that shit. We're fans. We're fans of, of good music, and we just. We're really section, fucking ADD, you know? so yeah. settling down on one thing is really hard to do. So I was like, you know what? Well, what if we take this part and do? Uh, how about a fucking black back black metal blast part, and then we'll go into a fucking eighties fist pumper? Sure, what the hell? Why not? That's great that you mentioned that because we found that you found so many ways of stuffing so much music into every fucking minute minute of this album, like. <laughs> There was a couple tracks where like, oh, there's like 13 seconds to go or something. We're like, okay, that's when you wind down. You're like, nope, nope, we're going to do another solo here. Fucking shred your face off. We're like, oh my God. There's like no wasted space. I mean, that, can you, can you walk us through your creative process? I mean, the ADD is great if that helps out, but it was like every moment of of this, every song was packed with something new and exciting. And and what got me, what got me guys, excuse me, was the fact of, I heard all these different elements of black metal. I heard all these speed metal. I heard all these elements of progressive metal and especially like nevermore kind of things in there. And I love that. I love nevermore anyways. And, you know, it was, it was just really, really fucking cool and refreshing to hear that you guys incorporated all these things into one album. And I, I really appreciate that. Bring up a good point, you know. Fucking Nevermore would do that as well. They kind of were able to cross that boundary into the the more aggressive, more extreme, but still keep that classic element. And they were a huge influence. Yeah. To be, uh, you know, Warhol Dane's still one of my top five vocalists of all time. Um, and I think that's just the way everything kind of came together for us. Each one of us has our own, like I'd say, specialty or niche. You know, where we're kind of comfortable. And then what we True. do is we end up kind of spitting things out. And then letting the other guys put their turn on it and then make it uncomfortable for that person yeah. so that yeah. we fight back. And after a little while, yeah. stuff starts con- condensed down to, okay, this riff, so, that yeah. riff, this riff, or this song, we'll forget about it for like six months. We'll do this song. And all of a sudden, oh, wait, no, what about this one? Let's finish that. And it just comes together like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's hard to hard to explain. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that. that just goes to show that it's not one person who writes everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not like, you Quite know, just. like, I take an idea and I write it from beginning to end and I'm like, okay, guys, now play this. It's, yeah. it's, it's never, you know, going to be like that as far as I know. Yeah. So, and there's also like a lot of riffs from these songs that are pretty old. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's riffs and a song on the record that came from uh, one of my guitar players from my old band who passed away. Um, he just never got a chance to realize those on a record. So uh, world fell apart is actually his song. We were able to finish for him yeah. and for his kids to actually hear what he used to do, you know, and yeah. try to keep it as close to what he wrote. Um, but he's got a awesome record. Uh, Richard from Among These Ashes has got a riff on the record. Chris from Dagon's got riffs on the record. It's just I'm the answer real- to the question is that we're all really fucking old. We're right there. Somebody, yeah. finally, somebody finally just put it in a 61 minute format <laughs> all on one piece of uh, media. But, yeah. Well, there's a real talent. There's an art form to take in like all these Ooh. disparate pieces and all these styles and sort of genres and 
putting the, them together in a way that's not kind of schizophrenic, that actually flows and works well together. And, uh, and this album does that so well, man. And, it, you know, it, it yeah. always gives you something new to listen to. And just when you think it's going one way, it changes, but it, it, it flows well, you know, one, one of those, one section to another. And uh, Here candy. Was, was it like a conscious decision to try to fill up every five sec, not let five seconds go by without something interesting happening? Was, no, not really. Who no. decided that? <laughs> no. Honestly, <laughs> a lot of it just happens. Um, yeah. You know, the way we write. So a lot of bands will, will have albums written ahead of time where they one person's got a whole song done on a drum machine. They bring it to the band, the brand just right. the band sects it from there. We don't do that. We We literally stare at each other and throw it at each other (laughs) it starts usually with with a riff from either me or john or 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 mike dan and then once dan kind of gives us the feel we roll off him and then from there it just kind of goes in circles um yeah and then from there it's just i mean it's humbling to hear that you know it didn't it wasn't boring you know because sometimes we this stuff so much you're like oh god i'm so sick of hearing this this is gonna this part's too long we should take it out (laughs) you know so Oh no! It didn't get boring at all. It was it, yeah. it's, it's a thrilling listen because there's so much going on, and it's a listen that the more you listen to, because when our, when we're doing our reaction, we're still trying to process it and then talk about it. You can't get it all in, you know. Yeah. You're you're actively is too much to take in. So this is an album that gets richer and better with with multiple listings, mm-hmm. and that to, that to me is the mark of like real musicianship, real genius. It it doesn't doesn't get old it's like wow there's a depth to this and complexity to this that you can listen to it 20 times and you're still going to be finding something new and exciting about it which is what i love about the record awesome well the recordings too i mean it, you know, with tony and uh, joe there, we go. there you go there you go chop. <laughs> i'm glad Shame you represent joe I'm, yeah. glad, I'm okay. glad you changed off camera. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's. We thankful. don't need any hairy right. nipples. Okay. More, more hairy right. nipples. <laughs> I was going to say, like you know, Tony and Joe during the produ- the production process after the tracks were recorded and as you're going into post and you're trying to put together, you know, a record, um, there was a lot of push and pull on how does this all fit together? Because I think we had 50 different ways that we were going to present those 10 songs yep. you know track order um uh airspace in between intro type stuff and it just it, it all has to come together at some point mm-hmm. but hearing it now influences the way we play those songs when we play them now too uh, in the room i mean if you go back and look at rehearsal uh whether it's video or you listen to rehearsal footage from two and a half years ago it's totally different now mm-hmm. when we're in the room together playing those songs than it was two and a half years ago before the record was together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it kind of gives us a new perspective when we mm-hmm. hear it that way as well. True. Yeah. I'm that very interested in, in hearing you guys, uh, you know, and, and thank you for the creative process part of that, but uh, your influences, where do you guys come from in your yeah. school of thought? Everybody, two influences because I'm going to be different. I guarantee you. Malevolent Creation and Demolition Hammer. Like, I'm talking like old school death metal for me, man. Like, awesome. So, for me, it'd be like John Schaefer from Ice Earth and oh, uh, wow. Marcus from uh, Blind Guarding are a couple of my favorite fucking really guitar players and guitars. Fucking A. Yeah. Fucking Lemmy and Joe Bench from Bolt yes. Thrower. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Come on, John. Uh, 
Fuck your head. Yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say death. And um, Paul Gilbert. Oh, yeah. Shit. Paul Gilbert. Ooh. Shit. Race 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 yeah, man. Yeah. Nice. Donnie? I don't even know, man. That was like <laughs> new wave. I don't even know how to answer that. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. Yes. Nice. Peter Gabriel. But not the news. Fuck the news. It's just Huey Lewis. <laughs> Fuck the news. <laughs> no, we're right. real big Huey Lewis fans. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hip to be square. So, <laughs> you know. Go, go, go. I'll crank that shit right after I crank death fucking sound of perseverance. Yeah. That would yeah. be a good, you know, we got to get a hold of Bill McClintock. That's the mashup. We need to have oh, some like death metal and Huey Lewis. There we go. You yeah. know, right. Right. It's hip to be cannibal corpse. I think we need to bring that in there. <laughs> Huey Lewis sings hammer smashed face. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, so, so, what has the reception uh, for this new album been like? I mean, you know, you got our review. You know, obviously that we love it. But what have you heard? Uh, what's the you know the scuttlebutt? What have other people been saying about this record that you've been hearing about? Um, Everybody and, said, "Oh fuck, it's finally done." <laughs> <laughs> you, you're old, lazy, slow <laughs> bastards. <laughs> just instead of finality, it's just finally. Yeah, I mean, we started tracking those drums right before the world ended in 2020, and then when the world wow. ended, it was like, "Well, we got time. Let's just take our time," and we did it. So, <laughs> but as far as like the reviews, um, you know, when we when we pressed go and and the PR company put their put all the shit out there, and we're like, okay, just kind of like wait to see what happens because everybody's going to compare us to Battlecross right off the bat because we had Huron and Tony in the band as well. Um, yeah, and when people were hearing it, they're like this ain't battle cross and sure enough that popped up and i think one interview was like well it's it's members of battle cross but it's not battle cross which yeah, was right. kind of funny but overall it's been really positive Very like positive. i mean when you get a uh high seven on uh fucking angry metal dude <laughs> that's actually yeah that means yeah. that's a rare that's a rarity on angry metal yeah right he's always yeah. fucking tearing everybody apart so when he did that i was like holy shit Damn. made him off yeah. <laughs> you must have sent him extra swag. Right, right. I got three keychains. It's a seven. KY jelly and <laughs> yeah. They're gonna fuck us at least make it a little easier on us. Thanks. Right, right. Yeah, overall, I mean, we're, we're pretty floored. Like when the third or fourth review came back and it was was pretty well positive, it was just like, wow, okay, we, we did something right. But you know, what we thought was what we needed to do was what we needed to do. And that's kind of humbling and um, just fucking helps put closure on it, you know? So, hey, we're done. (laughs) Now we can go out and play and we can go out and fucking write the new shit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, throughout this process, and, you know, you've been recording this album, you know, for a while, and you've all been in bands and have been playing for a long time. Can can you talk a little bit about your your personal evolution uh, as musicians? How have you evolved? Just dedication, man, and getting better. As a drummer, you're always learning. And like, I'm serious. Like, you sit down with a kit, you're never really like master the instrument. It's always something ergonomics could be just you know how, how angle on on a cymbal. That's you're always learning. So it's continuous for me. I mean, I think mm-hmm. for all of us, it's continuous yeah. uh, growth. I'm getting fucking worse. No, what are you talking about come on no it just goes to being a little bit more mature and older i guess like there's there's areas on this record where um 
there are always ideas of playing a million notes over top of the million notes that are already being played. And mm -hmm. when we were talking about that early on, because uh, we know a lot of really, really phenomenal bass players. And I told Joe, I said, I don't want to play it that way. Like, I don't, I don't want to approach this at all in that way. I just want to, I want to do it to where it feels like something I would play. And if it fits, it fits. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but I didn't want to get stuck in, in the mindset that I've got to go and, and make, try and make this be some, you know, guitar class or something like that for the 10 tracks on the record, because John's such a phenomenal guitar player with the way that the guitars were layered already, even in the early scratch tracks and stuff like that, there was a ton going on and yeah. you guys have heard Dan play his feet. Oh yeah. Top. So on some parts. when 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 there's a lot of parts in this record where I've got to quit trying to follow the bass drum, which is something completely new for me because it's something I've done all along. Um, but it it just felt like in a lot of these songs, if I would have done that from the low end perspective, I'd have lost the foundation. It would just turn into mud, right? So that was kind of my approach to it. But it was definitely different than what I've done in the past. So so very organic across the board for all you guys. Yeah, I I mean it, it was it was a challenge to uh it was a challenge to not do what I'd have done 10 years ago, right? Let's let's do it the right way to where the song sounds good and who gives a shit, you know. I I you gotta take it out of your head that you're gonna match every note or match every run or play a harmony line or whatever. Mike, I think you're a good judge of what's appropriate too. Yeah. Like Mike will come in and just be like, hey, I don't know about this, or this is really cool. And it just, it'll make sense in a new way that like we, we maybe didn't think of before. Yeah. So that's really something that I think that's invaluable that Mike brings to the table. Yeah, sure. it becomes a huge bridge between the, the the trim picking and the double kicks, that's for sure. You know, is he found a way to to play along with all that that locks it all in? I mean, in in finality itself, I can remember when we were recording it, he was just coming in. Mike kind of came in as most of the songs were darn near ready to be recorded or yeah. started to record. So he's just like, I don't know what the fuck to do there. If I do this, it's gonna sound like a goofy waltz, you know. And I'm like, oh, I got one idea. Take this hand, hit the open E, take this hand. Put it on your balls. Yeah. <laughs> and once I said that, like his brain yeah. went like, "Fucking, hey, I know what I'm doing from now on." He just fucking brought the attitude. Like, if you mute Mike's yeah. drums or Mike's bass and our shit, the attitude of that record goes away. Yeah. It's amazing what it take, what it adds to it. I mean, it just gives it that fucking fuck you. Heavy yeah. right hand, lazy left hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's a great, great transition into uh, a segue, I guess you'd say, into production of some. We were so impressed with how crystal clear everything, all the instruments came out. That's so, Joe Katie's fault. Yeah, yes, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's an accident. This is the first time I've done anything. So I've, I've, I've done like demos and I've done shit like that. But when we decided, uh, we were kind of far into the recording process and we sent one song out to a professional um, who sent us a version back and we listened to it and he did a fucking hell of a job. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, he's a fucking killer, killer mixer, killer engineer. Um, but when we all listened to it, it was like, well, I'm just waiting to see what these guys said. Like, Dude, I don't, uh, we don't see, you know, anything that 
gets above what you're doing, you know, yeah. so you're on the right path if you want to keep doing it. So I just end up having to lose more hair and figure out how to make it work. <laughs> and I did. So, I mean, yeah, that was kind of a matter. Are we going to pay somebody else to do it? Or since Joe's so far along in this process, why don't we just let him have a stab at it? For sure. You know what I mean? And it turned out awesome. And now with the newest song, we recorded the cover song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that like, sounded really great, too. Off. So Great job. Goes, Oops. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Well, you got your guy, so you're set. Just yeah, to keep it all in house, man. It's all DIY. We're having fun, you know. Yeah. Let me offer him it up here. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Where are you going, Mike? <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, he's pulling a chop top. He's going to change shirts. <laughs> he's going to wear that heavy metal horror shirt. He's going to come back in wearing that. Nice. <laughs> Nobody um, saw that. Nobody uh, saw that. Thank oh, he's gonna go shake. John's gonna go now shake. Now you're driving him away, Chop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit. I can't about, take it anymore. Yeah, about uh, <laughs> about touring. We love God to hear damn you, talk to bands about about touring, about road life. Uh, whatever doesn't fucking come back in the van with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like hours later, or uh, you know. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> we've um, we've we've been in a band where um where a certain unnamed bearded vocalist was laying on a set of uh pancakes for about three or four days before we realized those pancakes were still in the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, still, a bag of bananas. Bag of bananas. Remember, I, there was one time I was cleaning out the van and I was taking all the like the water bottles out, like throwing them away. And he got so mad at me. He's like, "That's my bed. That's my pillow." <laughs> The, the fucking the <laughs> you know, like, oh jesus when we tore it was so shoestring but it was also just kind of um you know just kind of rolled with it i mean you learn real quick how to eat uh at a pilot or a fucking loves without fucking killing yourself uh and realistically i mean we were the best shape we possibly ever were on tour because we weren't eating fucking all, yeah. <laughs> all the time you know <laughs> i'd have uh cans of tuna and uh wheat tortilla and a pickle yep and just crush that and then there's other wow. times we get to stop at some place like you know like uh zombie burger yes. Moines, you know that place is awesome yes. so sometimes you can spoil yourself sometimes you're on a budget you know sometimes you walk in and catering is actually catering and holy shit and then you see it all just fucking piling shit up <laughs> bringing plates away. that's when, you, <laughs> that's when you make sure you have an extra cooler on the bus you know on the van right. our friend uh vic who uh, was on the show for a while, Vic Stone. He was talking about your know, road stories with Vindicator and Volcan, and he said he would go to like Sam's Club and, and buy like a giant just flat of uh, of ramen noodles, you know, because yep. they were five for a dollar, six for a dollar, and he'd buy like fifty <laughs> oh. or sixty of them, and that's yeah. what he that's what he ate, you know, or some little <laughs> cans of soup or something, and just eat it right out of the can, and that's what you live on for the next month, you know, it's like being back in college again or something. For sure, yeah. I mean, we had such cool fucking fans when we were doing the touring with Battlecross. Dude, they would bring us shit. You know, not only would we get beer, like cases of beer from the funk fans, people being like, mm-hmm. they knew how we were, so yeah. they knew how we were just DIY. And they're just like, hey, dude, we brought you this uh, food. Some guys would bring out like big cauldrons of chili and bring it to the show beforehand, so we get chili. <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, and like that—that that as a touring musician, especially a DIY, and you're in a band touring when someone brings yeah. like that it's like fucking home cooking like oh fucking hey dude you come on in you're hanging out all night <laughs> <laughs> nice that's awesome that's, awesome. that's, that's great cool. Very um, yeah what uh songs do you like playing live most like the ones that are your favorites to play dan loves delirium oh yeah <laughs> oh, that's a rowdy one 
Academia, <laughs> academias are also fun. That's a, that's a, that's a yeah. really heavy off the cut. Bam, it's fucking slamming. I I don't know. They're all fucking good. Man. Revelation, Revelation, and Pain. Pain is probably one of my favorite solos on the on the album. Predecessor. I mean, they're all good. I I, I enjoy pretty much all of them. Playing them live. I mean, well, you have an album solid as that. Uh, You know, there is no outstanding track because they're all outstanding. I mean, it's hard pressed to say which one is better. There's, there's, it's just such a a great album from top to bottom, you know. Uh, Can I ask you guys a question? Is there a song that you like go back and listen to again or not yet? Or you want to hear at the show? Yeah. Well, I know uh, (laughs) Joe and I have been talking a little bit and he said uh, you might be playing most, if not the whole album. So I was like, (laughs) Yeah, I had to go put on. I had to go put on a new pair of pants. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm good. I'm I, I gotta say, I'm I'm writing uh right there with Montag and saying that yeah, we'd like to hear the whole album. So we, we love every every track, guys. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I am hard pressed to pick out a song or two that I would say, yeah, you got to play this because every song was really good. Thanks, thanks, man. Appreciate it. You, you, song we, we play live. I yeah. like, uh, um, I don't know. So I remember you guys saying how when you were listening to the record about all the vocal layers and things like that. That's all. Yeah. This guy. Uh, so on the record, he does the highs, the lows, the mids, the growls, every single vocal on the record, but two little lines yeah. are me. Yeah, and uh, wow, nice. Our, our, and so Tony has to go out there and figure out how to do all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like all the songs. Um, I don't know. I, I like we had practice earlier, you know, today, and I felt great. You know, I, I didn't hit everything like I wanted to, but it's still fun. It's still energizing. It's yeah. still like fresh. It's, I'm just so looking forward to the show and just like exploding. So it's gonna be yeah, yeah. I, I awesome. love it all. So and you know, there's there's uh we're gonna be playing a couple special songs too. Mm-hmm. And can I say it or no? Go yeah. ahead. Okay, so we're we're playing the we're playing this cover at the show, and we're also playing one brand new song. Brand new it's song. Not recorded. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, excellent. Well, this cool. this won't come out until after the show, so you can say it because it'll yeah, this will this won't be out right. until okay. probably early yeah, next so- year, so you're good. We're playing a song called Haunted, which actually was written, uh, a majority of it was written by uh, the guitar player who wrote uh, World Fell Apart. So we took a few more of his riffs that were laying around and finished that to kind of give that kind of closure. That's everything he had waiting to be be recorded. Okay, so, nice. So, and that song's excellent. It's going to be fun live, especially if we play it right. Yeah. Oh, man. It's it's a real toe tap. It's a real, it's a real rock and song. Yeah. There's, there's double D, there's fucking, there's, there's trim pig, there's like yeah. some groovy parts. Flowy, some yeah. groove. Yeah. yeah. It's heavy, man. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So I'm, ex- I'm very excited to hear that. It yeah. sounds Thank right you. up your alley, you know? Uh, that, that's awesome. Um, What's your favorite song to play live? Yeah. I've been um, thinking about that the whole time. I cannot think of one that I like playing more than the others, I guess. I know <laughs> my favorite song that John plays live is when he plays the correct song live. There's <laughs> <laughs> a great video of our CD release party where the, where the where we all start playing, and John, there's a video camera behind John. He's seen go. He looks around, he looks at the sun, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's our wrong song. <laughs> You're wrong. Get in the back of the bus. Yeah, we got it. The still is great. Oh, fuck. 
I think collectively, though, there's uh, the, uh, the solo and predecessor when Do John just starts ripping it, just fucking boiling oh, over on it. Oh, We're yeah, all just like, oh, oh. Just like, yeah. <laughs> my, I think my two favorite, my two favorite parts on the record are your solo and world fell apart and his solo and predecessor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the sing along. I mean, how long did it take me to do that World Fell Apart solo? Okay, it's like eight hours. <laughs> walk in and just rip these fucking amazing solos, one, two, maybe three takes with a couple little, eh, maybe change this. Here's me fucking banging my hands to the wall. People are leaving. Tony just said, no, still not there yet. <laughs> There's just something not there. There's just something wrong. I don't know what it is. Eight hours later. Is it done? It's done. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what was the missing piece? What 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 was it then? <laughs> there you go. That's it. Come That's on, it. Montag. There's a lot of love. That's fantastic. Oh man. That's good. Um that's see why that we get along up. so well. It's like we see, yeah, we got your we're 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 very much alike. A lot of longtime friends who just like to bust each other's balls. That's that's fantastic. Um, so what are some of the most outrageous road stories? You guys have toured with other bands. You've been on the road. You've done a lot of things. So we'd love to hear like the craziest road stories, things that happen on tour. We have heard some pretty crazy stories. So please, you've been on, you're on tour with Guar. I mean, you've been on tour with other bands. Uh, what are some of the craziest road stories that you can share? Feel free to embarrass each other. Yeah, you know? please. Yeah. Bust me yeah. throw under, you know? <laughs> Embarrass us as well? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which one with the bus? Just the entire bus. So, like, as a touring band, uh, we're probably the last ones who want to ever be on a bus ever again. It was the most miserable motherfucking experience we've ever had in our fucking life. We ended up driving to Atlanta to pick up our bus. We're all excited. Fuck yes, bus tour. We're getting on a bus. Taking pictures in front of the bus. This is the coolest thing ever. We start driving across the country. It's like, it's cool. Fuck it. This place is good. We have where's the, where's the show at, though? First show was in California. So we're driving from Atlanta to, to California. Oh, oh shit. Stars, okay. Great. Oh, my oh, God. Um, it's all us just hanging out. We go pick up Huntress. They get in yeah. in California. And then, not them, but that's when the bus decides to take a complete shit from that point forward. The AC stopped working. So, at one point, we had, oh. uh, going through the hottest points in the tour... We had a wall up in front of the driver's area and a portal AC blowing the hot air into the driver chamber because the driver was like, no, it's my fault. I just, I'll deal with it. It's like, motherfucker. That dude was gone. <laughs> He's still out there. You see this? Somehow, I don't, the fucking trooper. Um, we lost brakes going down the mountain, uh, which made our black bus driver turn white. Uh, wow <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and the generators yep the generators kept blowing out so either tony was out fucking with the generators or the bus driver was out fucking with the generators um we lost brakes twice in that tour actually um the the reason why we got the fucking bus for mayhem fest was because on the west coast most drives go from you know from three to five to like 10 12 hour drives so we're like that'll help us yeah. for the next few shows we ended up having to get a van a fucking uh, regular, no, sorry, a suburban and a F one fifty pickup to tow our trailer and do it all 
in that because our fucking bus was broke down. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the, they're like, this shouldn't even be on the road right now. This bus is totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Uh, you know, so all that being said, red eyes, like me and Huron at the point, we're at one point had to get right as we got off stage, we handed everything off to Tony and then the rest of the band and we, Fucking got in those two vehicles, drove them from Colorado back up to Boise, jumped on a plane. He flew to Detroit, Chicago, got picked up in Chicago. I flew to Arizona to Detroit, met the band in Detroit, and then met the shitty bus that finally showed up a couple of days later. Mm. So, yeah, we're probably the only band that one says, hey, guys, we're going to get you into a bus. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> 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 Let me see the bus. <laughs> so... Um, wow! You don't hear those kinds of stories with uh, you know the big bands, you know the glam bands, you know glamorous life. You don't hear about the Metallica bus breaking down or the Iron Maiden bus breaking you know, down. They have those you know? stories too. I mean, for fuck's sake! Oh, I'm sure they got to because you're running in a big vehicle, thousands of miles. Some some shit's gonna happen. That same tour, we woke up in the middle of the night, like, why are we stopped? And all of a sudden, we got Amir's on the bus. So we're like, what are you here? Oh, yeah. The bus is on fire. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. Where's the, where's the barbecue? Oh, it's us? Oh, fuck. <laughs> right. So I, think, yeah. I think one of us was like, <laughs> so that, that, that's kind of a story. Uh, remember a long... remember uh, part of that? Our drummer at the time, Kevin, he he rode with on Rita. Oh, bus. Rita from uh, Dimebag's wife. Um, on our way bus. to what, Seattle or Boise? Seattle. And Rita's bus broke down with Kevin on oh, it. Oh, shit. And we're driving like our little shitty car because our bus is broke down. And we make it to the show, but he doesn't. Oh, man. So we didn't have a drummer. To play Mayhem Fest. Carl from Huntress. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fucking John from uh, Job John from Cowboy Charter, yeah. learned an hour or two. Uh, two hours. And went yeah. out there and played it at Mayhem Fest. So we still played, but. <laughs> and they Kevin yeah. Talley, John, and fucking Carl, man. Those, yeah. John and Carl, they came out of nowhere in a pinch. That's <sighs> the uh, that's the glamorous life. That's the right. glamorous metal, rock and roll lifestyle, kids. That's right. 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 You know, the, you know there you the go. bus uh, bathroom works too, right? Anybody ever tell you about that? Well, I, there's like a. It's like a container, right? That it stores it in. Yeah, and if, oh, if you take a shit, yeah. it's going to cost you four hundred dollars. Really? What? The driver has to go really? and crank that shit out oh. of there. Oh boy! Oh, some bigger buses, nicer buses, have a grinder on it, but most of the time, you're doing what you call a hot bag. I'll let you guys figure out what a hot bag is. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! That's like a doggy bag, but you know, yes. Yep. Um, so don't look in bags on the side of the interstate. Trust me. Oh <laughs> my god! I think as I get older, I'll probably just wear one underneath my pants at yeah. all times. Anyway, right. yeah, that I've heard uh, even even from uh, like bigger bands. Uh, I remember it was um, Zach Wild talking about being on the tour bus with Ozzy, and uh, someone else was on there, and he said, "No, no heat in the yep. in the bus." Like I'm thinking. You should be able to take a shit. That's part of the wonderful thing about having a bathroom. You think <laughs> someone with a Aussie stature would have a bus that could handle a little fecal matter, but um, <laughs> yeah. you know, blizzard of us. You would think. Go. Right. It's no. majority or no, and nine times out of ten, it's a goddamn fucking person you brought onto the bus that isn't a part of the tour package. That happened. The one who fucks it up and does it. Did that happen? <laughs> Some, somebody invited some girls. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you know, you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cha-ching, Warner Bucks. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Better get your money's worth. Everyone just take turns then. We're going to load it up. If it's, <laughs> if it's Warner Bucks, we're all taking loads. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. 
Uh, we're going to be switching gears here. We're, this is what we're going to ask you some one-off questions. These can be, uh, you know, about anything. Um, okay. I'd like to know from all of you, uh, what is your favorite book or who your favorite writer is? Does anybody actually book. read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pop-up books are <laughs> one. Well. We have one reader. They're like, yeah. I'm a huge Dragonlance fan. Like, so I've written songs in the past about Dragonlance and shit like that. So Margaret Weiss, Tr- Tracy Hickman, love that shit. Are you nice. a D&D player too? Right here. Yep, I was. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. Dread Bull's got the Dragonlance yeah, books. Got some right here, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that I've stuff. been playing Baldur's Gate three as of late because it's just straight up D and D in a video game format. It's awesome. Totally, yeah, nice. Well, oh yeah. Now we got nice. new gaming partners. We need to do a gaming. Uh-huh. We assume we just get together and play some games. Game going on. Yeah, nope. nice, nice. What about you, Mike? You said you were so uh, five years ago would have been the Wheel of Time, but the mm-hmm. last five years the um, the uh, Joe Abercrombie books are incredible. Uh, best oh. cold. Um, his entire series from that line is great. So nice, Joe Abercrombie stuff. If you're a, if you're a, a high fantasy fan and you like um, easy reads that are also uh, great stories that aren't uh, that aren't as PG as. Uh, you know the Robert Jordan or the Weiss and and, and Hickman stuff. Um, yeah, stuff is incredible. Yeah, I've got several of his out here. My wife read them all, and she really loved them. I haven't uh, I haven't sat down and read those yet. So uh, those are those are cool. Cool. Okay. And he, and he yeah. his fucking series pretty quickly. So that's the only reason <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Any other readers, or I, I will encounter counter, uh, include pop up books and comic books as well. <laughs> Picture books work, you know. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I read a lot of kids' books to my kids. Yeah. There you go. What uh, What's your favorite TV show? Go ahead, Dan. Married with Children. <laughs> nice. Oh, cheese peg. Classic. Yes, old school. Love it. Of all time? Uh, probably, honestly. For, it's a, for a TV show, yes. It's, it's up there. Honestly. Al Bundy's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Four touchdowns, <laughs> one man. Yeah. Polk Kai. Kelly Kelly was a dream girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. was like, fuck, man. She's dead. Mm-hmm. She's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, what's your favorite TV series? Like South Park. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my God, they killed Kenny. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I I always like the older shows, like you know, going back in time. So we used to, my dad and I used to always watch uh, Home Improvement all the time. So oh yeah. There you go. Oh yep. Yep. Now yeah, yeah. so. Good show. X Files. I used to like X Files a lot. Oh, oh, oh nice. Love that show. Always. Big, uh, Scully was hot. Or uh, fucking Dexter to my two favorites. Yeah. Dexter's sick, too. Oh, nice. 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 nice, Which celebrity would you most like to have a drink with? Thought that question doesn't... was going another direction, didn't you? Oh, doesn't have to be a <laughs> uh, musical celebrity. 
Yeah. Which celebrity would you like to have leave some heat on your bus? (laughs) (laughs) Jelly Bundy. Yeah. Which which celebrity would you like to have a drink with? Nico McBrain. Oh, nice. Cool thing, Alice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. So for me, it'd be Nico. Okay. Joe. Cool. Uh, fuck. That's that's a hard one because I've hung out with a lot of my my my, my heroes, but um, I think to spend some time um. <laughs> and hopefully not get fucking shot. With. I'd like to fucking hang out with John Schaefer and not talk anything fucking politics. But talk <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Separate the art from the artist. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, alive or dead or what? Yeah, any celebrity. It doesn't have to be music. It could be any any entertainment field. Alive or dead? Yeah, anybody. Uh, I think it'd be cool to hang out with Dimebag. That'd be yeah. fucking badass. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Pete Steele. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, wow. Hang out with Madonna, maybe? That'd, that'd be cool. Yeah, be cool, too. Yeah. I'd say back in the 80s, you know. 80s Madonna? Yeah, yeah, 80s Madonna. Yeah, certainly. Even in the 90s Madonna, she was pretty hot. So I get to pick the decade? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? 80s, 80s Madonna. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Material girl. That's right? right. nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. If I'm having a fucking drink, I'm having a drink with Sam Kennison, and I'm packing a lunch. There you go. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's how Chop and I uh, bonded. It was the first weekend. We were at a, a mutual friend's uh, spring break for a week at a cabin, and we bonded over our love for Black oh Sabbath, Slayer, and Sam Kennison. So nice. it's like, yeah, we, that was good. we were twinsies. Oh, how Best sweet. Friend. Yeah. I am the it's cute one. So She's just my sister. <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep watching over it now. Uh, you guys are so cute. I know. Uh, okay. Thank what, you, Dreadbull. <laughs> what, what one song do you wish you'd written and recorded instead of the group who did? Oh, man. Ooh, that's a good one. Damn straight, I wrote it. <laughs> I know how fucking good I am. <laughs> so which song off of Saint Anger would you like to remix? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Dude, sweet Amber Saint Anger. We're gonna put there snares go. on yeah. your drum, Lars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. It's gonna be great. You're <laughs> never gonna fucking stop. You're the whole song. I don't know, man. I I mean for a money side aspect, I'd love to be, you know, I'd, I'd love to fucking written thriller. Fucking hey, <laughs> I'd still be living on <laughs> them royalty the checks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you do the dance moves though? Yeah, uh, it's part of the package. Yeah. That's right. You guys should fucking cover thriller, man. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I'd be like Justice for All" because that's like one of the awesome yeah. songs by heavy metal for me. Like when I heard that, it was just like you know, I heard a lot of '80s metal. I heard a lot of fucking you know, uh, kind of heavy metal. When I heard that, it was just like, what the fuck? How the fuck I need to do this? I still can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a song off uh, Duke called uh, Heat Haze. I wish I wrote that song. Okay. Genesis. Nice. Yeah. All right. Wow. Cool. In the air tonight. Yeah, everyone drums. Everyone knows how to yeah, play yeah. the drums on those <laughs> on those uh, eight, those eight, ten oh, notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
shit, man. That's just anything from Unchained from Van Halen, man. Oh. Fucking Alex Van Halen snare. Just funny. I mean, that's, that's yeah. So, what do you love most about what you do? Is it being in the studio? Is it touring? Doing interviews on fantastic podcasts like this? What is it that you like love so much? One? Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one too. That's just so just jamming with my friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. playing yeah. shows, jamming with my friends. Playing shows, rock and roll. Oh, yeah, other, I hate all that other shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything, that, anything that feels like work, I am yeah. like so excited. <laughs> I hate recording. I do it all. I hate recording. Uh, I love playing live. There's nothing oh. like that in my life. But um, honestly, like Tony said, just being able to hang out with, with you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's been so many people through this band that's just like, yeah. they're all still family. So we all be able to get together like three right. or four times a week and fucking hang out and do nothing whether we're jamming or we're just hanging out it's yeah. a cool part and then when we actually to play shows most of the people who come to see us are on that level as well we just hang out with them and we've known them all forever and i mean some new people here and there but for the most part they're just there to fucking hang and that's the cool part it's just a fucking lot of, bullshit a lot yeah. of talent a lot of talent in Detroit. Yeah. there's a lot of good bands yeah. out here man we're, we're we post other bands things on our on our main band page more than I think any other band does because they're all fucking family. Like if I he's gonna put something out in a sonic construction, we're reposting it because yeah. we're fucking just as excited about them putting out shit. Supreme <clears throat> Mystics doing this show, we're fucking yeah. stoked to be there because of Supreme uh, Supreme Mystics first show. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Just that. that it's not a competition. It's like you're there. You no. can support, mutually support, and encourage one another. There's enough room at the top for everybody. You know, like. Yeah. Everyone just gotta fly their own flag up the pole and see who salutes it, and you might as well just have fucking fun. You know, yeah, we're all we're all riding around shitting in bags. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> I am right now. I, I don't know if you can. I mean, have, I've been the entire oh, yeah. show. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm riding around there. The music, That's all Montag does. Yeah, I've been chop topping the whole show. The music is the competition, but the fucking ball busting is absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right. The basis war between Mike and Brian from ISD, man, because those two shit talking is through the fucking roof. Yes, yes. Oh my god, I fucking love that man. You guys need to get ISD on your show. Seriously, those guys are fucking awesome. Cool. Yeah, nice. Um. Okay, the last of the uh, one-offs. What's something that almost no one knows about you? Where the bodies are buried? Yeah. I like Diane Antwerp. Yeah. Word. Now everybody knows. Now everybody knows. <laughs> There's my no one knows about me and now they know it. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's fucking horrible, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. Man, if we're talking music, uh, I, I love Brian Adams. So cuts like a knife. No one knows. Like we're so open book. I mean, yeah. most everybody who's been around us has heard some of our worst stories and most embarrassing shit. Because fuck it. It's life. <laughs> we're open we'll let's <laughs> say yeah. about some of the stupid shit we've done <laughs> no way. this one's quiet so we're still waiting to find out where he's a serial killer and how many he's on, uh, many <laughs> he's that's the ones you have to worry about the most <laughs> yeah. the quiet yeah. ones we're not, yeah. we're, not a, we're not afraid of them we're just curious fishing a lot it's kind of like krieger on on archer 
You know, he just he'll go fishing and come back with a $3,000 amp. When we get that money, huh? Yeah. He's been making donations at the local sperm bank for the last six weeks, right? He's a real quick hitter. All right. All right. We're going to ask you some hypothetical situations. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll like this one. Uh, we want you to create a super group, not including anyone you've performed with, which three or four musicians or five, you can each pick one, past or present, would you want to play with? Oh, man. That's a tough one. So maybe you could each pick one, you know, oh. drummer, vocalist. You could all do like what you do to contribute to the yeah. band. You can pick one exactly. and create a super group. That's a tough one for me. Oh, I got one. Go ahead. Brad Dell, Boston, vocalist. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, excellent. I'd like to make a super group. So yes. you would pick a drummer. I pick, uh, I guess, yeah. Nils Vajelstrom from, from Dark Funeral. And so wait, dude, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Boston and Dark Funeral. Awesome. 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 That's a good start. Hey, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So, Nope. Yeah. Smoking and with the devil. Nice. Malcolm Young. Nice. Malcolm Young. Oh, Malcolm Young. Oh, okay. Wow. Ooh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, Michael Romero. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> and then there was one more. I, oh, holy shit. I didn't hear that one. Sorry. Bill Lennon. Oh, okay. Yes. Bill Lennon. Yep. He's play bass. That's he's right, play. baby. Do background vocals, and he's going to do background vocals. Yes, nice. So, what kind of music would this super band play? Avant garde. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of have to. (laughs) Irish Irish death folk. Is that what you said? Irish death folk. Yes. If you could cover an entire album and play it live, which album would it be? Injustice for All. Yep. Oh my God! Easy one. Iron Maiden, Power Slave. Ooh. I don't know. I'm just trying to change it up. But, uh, like, maybe Power Slave for me. Just the Injustice for All. Nice. And we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean Injustice for All. Oh, there's three out of five. Fuck. It's going to be great. Side Have you guys done of... any Metallica covers live? With this band? Absolutely not. No. no. I have in the past. Yeah. We've joked around at rehearsals and played riffs and here, shit here and there, but like, our other bands have all covered at least one or two different songs. Yeah, yeah. So. I do want to cover a death song with Tony singing clean vocals. I think that would be cool. Like like Control the Night. be cool. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Death's one of those bands that are just so, they were so beyond their time. Great. You know? Guys, yeah. 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 And the way they, they, way they changed and they evolved into what they became. Yeah. You know, you listen to their first couple earlier albums to what they became. It's like it's like two different bands. But then really something is. happened and they just like they just became this beautiful technical melodic amazing band. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, I like the whole catalog. You know, I, what attracted me to death was, you know, their their album art for their their early <laughs> stuff. It's like, "Oh my god, it's just so horror and visceral and like, you know, you it's just going to be an assault and you know, parents are going to hate this. That's perfect." But yeah. then as they become like, "Oh, they've evolved and just in a, in a way that was just totally unexpected, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tech metal. Yeah. Just the you, know what, you know what I love? I love metal. watching like kids on YouTube learning stuff off of like human and yeah. leprosy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I sit back and go, how in the 
fuck did they even hear that right. with the recordings that were made back then? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, how do yeah. you pick that out? Yeah. Like, how do you how do you know what that sounds like? Because I remember listening to that shit on a boombox with a dub cassette tape where only the left speaker was. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you only heard it. Yeah, you're right. only hearing in mono. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't think Karen Crisis gets enough fucking credit for what she brought to the table in 1990. Agreed. Yeah, everybody comes out like, oh, this chick from Jigger was aggressive. Oh, no, fuck no. Karen was kicking her ass before she was even born. <laughs> yep. So that, I mean, I think it's just, it, it's, it just goes to show it's like with metal, there are no boundaries. You know, you don't have to limit yourself or put yourself in a box. And I feel like any bands that tend to do that, um, tend to stagnate and die off, you know, yep. or they get jaded. So, you know, I'm open to it. Whatever they want to do, yeah, go with it. I could add something to that. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so, from my point of view, like anybody who wants to start a band and they have fun, like that's cool. And if you're a man or a woman or whatever, who gives a shit? Obviously, right? That's a given. I, I just think that in, in a way, if something is like marketed in a certain way, it just feels like a gimmick. And if that's how it feels, then it's kind of a turnoff. But if it's just like organic, you go see a band and they're awesome, then they're awesome. But sometimes marketing gets in the way and it's just kind of like, why did you have to do it like that? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of one thing that bothers me with certain things. Like, I just feel like I see through all that. Most people do, right? But yeah, yeah that, that kind of goes along my old view on the genre labeling thing. I fucking hate it when people label themselves with a genre, like a subgenre yeah. of metal. You're a fucking heavy metal band. You know, you don't need to be a black fucking, you know, dog piss black metal band or fucking, you know, uh, railroad track fucking hardcore band. Fucking metal band and you like us or not. And, and that's all it really needs to matter. If you need to have everything narrowed down, you don't want to listen to us in the first fucking place. You know, I, <laughs> I used to find bands was I'd look at an album cover. I'd look at a fucking song title or a name and be like, wow, this is fucking cool. Or, oh, this is shit. And then I pick it from there. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I started, I got into the vinyl craze recently again, so I dug up some of my old vinyls from when I was a kid, and I started buying any new band that I like, if they've got a vinyl, I'm buying it now, because again, I want to have that physical feeling of looking at my hand. Also, what it does to me is it forces me to actually physically get up, put something on, put the needle down, and listen to a record. Instead of just putting right. a couple on my fucking right. phone and then it comes background noise. It takes effort. Just right on. Yes. Yeah. And, and it yeah. Sit back and enjoy it the way it needs to be enjoyed. So like with our record, you know, we, we did a lot of thought into how we should lay it out song by song. And Mike was the one who came in at the like the last minute with like, dude, this is how I visualize it as an album, as a side one and a side two. If you listen to it like this, and it was like, that's how we like it to be presented that's how we like to ingest it i'm pretty yeah, sure for sure yeah. there is although so. there is the the time when um when, when the album finally came in and we all got the cd and we opened it up look at oh yeah we finished this wait who's got a cd player to play it one of us had a car that had a cd player we'll pile into the car to, pull the CD yeah. and listen to it <laughs> right on man yeah uh, thank you all right um in my car it's never left. We are a heavy metal horror, after all. So I'd like to ask, uh, which of you, if any of you, are horror fans? I like horror. Yeah. Hands up! Oh, I guess yeah. we're gonna get something. Oh, they live. Oh man, yeah, that's nice. nice. Obey. <laughs> nice. Obey. Oh. 
Very nice. Ooh. I'm here chewing bubble gum and here to kick ass. I'm out of bubble gum. Um, so what are some of your favorite horror movies? We see the, uh, you know, they live. This is great. Um, what are some of your favorite horror movies? Shining, Exorcist. I mean, there's so many good ones, man. I mean, original Hellraiser. The, original Hellraiser. the Cinebites. The Cinebites were fucking sick as fuck. Scared the shit. Yep. Yeah, like, I don't know, this for me, like, yeah, this, I don't know, Jason Voorhees. Friday the 13th were always awesome. I mean, I, I love a lot of different uh, horror movies. Uh, if we could cross over into, like, sci-fi horror. Sure. Alien. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I'm a huge Dawn of the, the original Dawn of the Dead fan. Um, you know, oh, yeah. Seeing that as a kid and just being completely blown away. And every time when I go listen to it now or watch it now, um, it still just gives me that that fucking feeling of, wow, this is something special. You know, it's really mm-hmm. cool. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, that was a changer for me. Favorite? I don't know. <laughs> I like a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Halloween's. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. I saw that in the theater when I was a kid because my mom thought didn't know what it was. <laughs> uh, the kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's amazing. That's very funny. <laughs> nice. I love so, it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a huge horror fan. My my son is, but um but I, I, I love all the classics. I don't get too far into it, though. Yeah. yeah. What's um, what's the most recent good horror movie that anyone has seen? Recent? Like recent? Yeah, like a recommendation. Oh. Something something current, something new. Exorcist Believer, the new one that just came out. Was, that's pretty sick, actually. It has, Is it? It has some pretty brutal parts. Yeah, there's some, some pretty... Uh, it's, pretty huh. dark. it's pretty dark, for sure. I mean, there's some dark... <laughs> for sure, yeah. So I don't know. I recommend just checking it out. Yeah, movies. Hmm. Um, um, I mean, I'll, I like the Terrifier stuff just because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> just how far they like to go with stuff. And, and... <laughs> Over the top, like yeah. take your fucking face off with yeah. a flamethrower. Like, yeah, he's yeah. fucking, he's chopped that chick up. She's bleeding half alive. He's dumped salt all over her laughing. You guys let me know. Have you guys seen, have you guys seen Poultry guys? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Culture guys. Oh, yeah, culture uh, trauma. Guys? Yeah, yeah, trauma. I just saw it. We were saw that. And uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went. Uh, my friend of mine had a uh, showing. He actually Lloyd Kaufman actually came <laughs> to the showing and played played that. Um, we we interviewed Lloyd last year. Uh, he came oh, on Heavy All Horror, which was uh, awesome because uh, you know yeah. I just really admired cool Trauma. I mean, they put out yeah. a lot of shit, but they put out some really great <laughs> stuff too, you know. But if you're in the mood for that, it's perfect, you know, for what they do. So that's awesome. Uh, last question about horror: what What is your favorite candy that you eat at Halloween? Your favorite trick or treat candy? Butterfingers. Oh, Snickers. I have me first. Give you Snickers. Snickers. What did you say? Snickers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Hey, Mike. What are you doing with kids? I'm a Reese PC man. There you go. Reese's. The Reese's are good. Yep. I mean, uh, I, I usually would uh, go through my sister's bag and steal either uh, all the Butterfingers or all the Reese's. Nice. We would dump all the candy the out in our pets. bags and like do the swap, yeah. you know, try to do yeah, the swapping you know. back and forth. Yeah, the candy corns are going in her bag. <laughs> 
Yeah, Candy we, could the, we could have the three musketeers. I'll take the Milky Way. Yeah, <laughs> I want that caramel. Uh, nice. All right, this is one of our first games we're going to play with you guys. Uh, okay. This game is called Blast Beats. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. It's usually like a, uh, a a choice between one or two things. I just want you to give me the answer as soon as you can. Blast Beats. Anybody? Anybody or all of you? Yeah, okay. just shout it out. Or, you know, we can go one at a time. It'll be a little slower. But, hey, whatever you want to do is fine with me. All right. Shout it out. That's right. Hot dog or hamburger? Hot dog. Hamburger. Hot dog. Hamburger. Fuck you all. Hot dog. <laughs> yeah, that's going to turn into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> like we're finality. <laughs> finality. Fight club. The first rule about finality fight club. <laughs> Fuck you, hamburger. Fuck you, hot dog. Uh, favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni. Yeah. Pepperoni. Yep. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Right. No pineapples. Thank God. Yeah. There's pineapple. Oh, we got one. Oh, we're we're going to get it. We're going to get it. There we go. It's always one in every crowd. That's right. Uh, paperback or Kindle? What was that? Paperback or Kindle? Oh, paperback. Kindle. Paperback. Yeah. Kindle. PC or Apple? Apple. Apple. PC or Apple? PC or Apple? Uh, oh, I don't care. Whatever, whatever works. Your favorite streaming service? YouTube. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, yeah probably YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, you can learn everything. Yeah, on there. Right. even our even our shits on there. So that's pretty amazing. Exactly. Room together on YouTube, basically. Yeah. Like, how do you hang fucking ceiling fucking tiles? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, you're a favorite cartoon character. Homer Simpson. There you go. Good one. Captain Murphy from Sea Lab. Nice. Happy <laughs> Ren. Steep, you idiot! Yeah, Skeletor. Yeah, it's awesome. I like Gargamel. Gargamel, yeah. I was always so pissed he never got one of those damn Smurfs to turn into gold. God damn you, Smurfs. Yeah. Smurf Town in flames. There's the concept album in the works right there. Smurf Holocaust. Um, okay, favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I think, too. Oh, nice. Halloween, he says. That's, that's a good one, too. Okay. Okay. Favorite ice cream flavor? Moose tracks. Or like moose knuckle? <laughs> moose knuckle? <laughs> 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 Almost as good as moose tracks. It's the bar- bargain basement moose tracks. <laughs> That's all we got. It's the hot bag of ice cream. All right. Uh, Batman or Superman? Batman. Batman. Superman. Of course, you American Batman. Batman would wear a flag if it was allowed. Batman's American. Yeah, but he'd run around and fucking uh, start with underwear. No one, no one could see my underwear. Uh, Truth, justice, in the American way. Batman is fuck you. I have money. Damn, bro. 
What's more American than that? <laughs> Avengers or Justice League? Avengers. Avengers. Uh, never seen either of them. Really? I like Avengers. All right. Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yep. Dracula or Frankenstein? Dracula. 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 Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Dracula because well, it a lot of doors. But huh. Monster Monster Squad Frankenstein is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, Monster Squad's great. Yeah, the end. Sand ending so yeah, sad. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, what's the one with these Harry and the Hendersons? You know? Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, right. that's, that's traumatic. A, yeah, gets yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bigfoot or Loch Ness monster? Loch Ness monster. Like, like what's the question though? We gotta fuck them or <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. If, if, if you want, I would mean, you I'm rather? Yeah. Would you rather? Like, are we just hanging out or were like first date yeah. with Bigfoot <laughs> or slippery <laughs> love nest with Loch Ness monster? Loch Ness is pretty cold. I think my, things might tend to shrivel up and go north. You know, uh, Bigfoot is known to take sex slaves. There ain't no goddamn room for shriveling here, so <laughs> right. There's a Venture Brothers oh, episode you need to watch. Well, anyone else have a boner? turned on. That's it. Hold on. Say big hairy tits in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go Trigger the, word. I gotta go look in the mirror a little bit. Hold on. How do you like your steak cooked? Medium well. I'm that guy. Medium, I like a medium well. Medium rare. All right. Uh, your favorite movie snack? Oh, popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, straight up popcorn. Yeah. Snow caps. Ooh, there you oh, go. Sick. <laughs> I remember once I was in grad school and they had a Mr. Bulky's came in, which is where the bulk food store you go and buy it by the pound. And I bought a pound of snow caps and those fuckers are addictive because, you know, you eat one, oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm with some friends or watching movies and I'm just eating the snow cap. And like two hours later, I'd eaten a whole fucking pound of snow caps. I was oh, never God. so sick in my life. I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ, what did I do? Because, oh, you know, God. one at a time, they're so tiny. You're like, no problem. You realize it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was don't. like, no. Yeah. Uh, bad, nice. bad, bad news. Uh, favorite subject in school? I was a science, science nerd. Yeah. Science. History. History. It's a history or science. Nice. Well, no musicians I, ever I, like math. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Math, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they they work with it. Yeah. 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 Fuck math. Yeah. Fuck that. That's it. I still use my fingers and my calculator. What the calculator think? Four equals 12. Perfect. I ain't got time to think. <laughs> I ain't got time to think. I ain't got time yeah. to think. Yeah. Uh, your least Nobody favorite subject. Nobody got any time for that. Least favorite subject in school. Suspension. Suspension. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've been there. Yep. Yeah, right, man. Maybe math. Yeah, math moved on. Let me tell you what. You know what makes school not fun is when your teacher's an asshole. Yeah. So like, it can yeah. be your favorite subject ever, ever. But if the teacher's a, a jerk, fucking then it's, 
Fucking a. Science teacher that if you got him talking about kiss, you can go the whole class That's without awesome. getting any work. It's great. Nice. Nice. Okay, your favorite board game. Oh shit! That was a tough one too, man. I don't really play board games, but if I had to pick something, D and D. Uh, battleship for me, I like battleship. Oh, my cool. battleship. Mm. Classic. Battleship. <laughs> I gotta say, Monopoly when I actually yeah. Battleship. Yeah. Battleship. Yeah. Oh yeah, Axis and Allies. Oh, that's oh, a great yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Played a lot of that. Did anyone play Conquest of the Empire? Did you ever play that one? That was also a Milton Bradley uh, game master game. Which one? What is it? Called? It was called. It was called the oh, Conquest of the Empire. Yeah, it shoots out the marbles. Yeah, it was the Roman. The Roman Empire it was like an Axis and ally, but it was the the Roman ancient Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fun. Yeah, that was a good one. Did you ever play Stratego? Oh yeah, I love Stratego. I, I loved playing oh. that game with my grandma when I was a kid. Yeah, that in tank battle. Nowadays, uh, we we do a lot of cards, like <laughs> Duker, Pinochle, stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Uh, Spielberg or Tarantino? Spielberg. Spielberg for me, yeah, for sure. And they're both Unless great. we're talking about having to punch one, then I'm going to Tarantino. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Your favorite Christmas gift? Uh, my first guitar. Oh, oh yeah, my birthday. Fuck. So it'll be, that'll be my amp then. <laughs> oh, wow. Fishing stuff. Daredevil cliffhangers. <laughs> John Bonham's drumstick in 1988. Oh, fucking oh hell yeah. It was, my mother in oh, yeah. 86 and we went to California and we got uh yeah, so John, I still have it. It's at my house. Like it's on I'm, I'm showing you guys yeah. too, but uh yeah, so John Bonham, awesome. John Bonham's drumstick was the ultimate Wow. Great yeah, present. Be better still have it, it was gifted to us uh, in 1988, me and my brother, and I still have it in my house. So. Nice. Fantastic. Nice wow. The last one. Uh, your favorite line or scene from This is Spinal Tap? <laughs> a drum exploded. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking scene where they're trying to sing harmonies. Oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> 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 oh. They're trying to harmonize Heartbreak Hotel at Elvis. It's fucking great. <laughs> oh, it's my yeah. baby left me. I found a new place to dwell. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mine would probably be the uh, fucking the big bottom when he's stuck in there. They did a thing with We're Stars with Ronnie James Dio. If you remember that, we did some We're Stars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. they're right in the studio. Yeah, and then they were talking about Ingve Malmsteen. So I would say he goes, <laughs> he goes something to the effect like, "I'm going to use my." He goes, "I don't even want to play my guitar. I'll use it at a coffee table." So yeah, that that stuck with me. You know, <laughs> you know saying, like you know, it's like I don't, even, I can't even play the guitar. I use it as a coffee table. <laughs> That's brilliant. Hello, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. Have you seen the uh, the special edition oh. movie? Of spinal version of Spinal Tap with the commentary of Spinal Tap. 
Like Spinal Tap is oh doing commentary God. on the movie. Yeah, I, 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 that sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Because there were a couple of versions that came out. The first one was with Christopher Guest, Michael Bikini, and Harry Shearer doing the commentary as themselves. And then they brought another version out of them mm. in character. Nice. Oh, my, oh, oh, my God. Fuck, is it, it's just, it's just <laughs> double hairs. You, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Uh, all right. Mm. Our second game we are playing is called Name, or no, it's called The Hot Seat. I'm going to name mm. a band, what? and I want you to tell me your favorite album by that band. Okay. This tends to make people a little squirmy sometimes. So, um, All right. Here we go. First one, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. For me, I'd have to say yeah, maybe Black Sabbath self-titled. Volume 4. Volume 4 for you. Volume 4, followed by probably Dehumanizer. Dehumanizer. Heaven and Hell. Ooh, it's a great one. No. John says, Marvel. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Judas Priest. Uh, Painkiller for pain me. Painkiller, man. Painkiller for me, too. Oh, great album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Halloween. Oh, Keeper, uh, Keeper 2, by far. Um, so, run nice. Better than Raw. Better than Raw is great. Yeah, Better than Raw is fantastic. Really yeah. good yeah. as well. The new record's great. great. Start to finish. Yep. Um, Scorpions. That's a tough one. I don't listen to them enough to really take a favorite. Greatest hits. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Nice. Go. Good, good I answer. All right. Uh, the Beatles. Hate them. Hard fucking. Hate them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm a Stones man. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, Rush. Ooh. I don't want to pick the obvious one. Why? Why? Because it's the obvious one. You're talking moving pictures? Of course. Uh, I like Test for Echo, too, is a good one. That's a much older, but like that 96, I think that's all. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, Test for Echo. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to have to be moving pictures. That's it's hard. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember being forced to learn that shit. Wow. From <laughs> I do love Rush. What the fuck? Yeah, Neil right. Bergman, rest in peace, man. He was he yeah. kicking our ass right now. I got. I learned my chops playing to moving pictures. That's why I taught myself how to play drums, but playing to oh. rush and uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. To teach her to play, yeah. play drums on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Okay, Opeth. Uh, still life. Pass. Blackwater yeah. Black Park, maybe for me. I mean, I, I still life. The very good. Yeah. I love all. Yeah, there's great stuff. Orchid, even Orchid. Orchid's great. That's old yeah, stuff. Good. Absolutely. Yeah, we're hoping to get him on the show one day. So Michael, <laughs> I know you're watching. Yeah. Come on the show. That fucking um, Red Rocks live of them is so good. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh Dream Theater. Yeah, that's kind of past. I'm never, not really a big fan of Dream Theater. Images of Words, man. Images of Words. That's got six o'clock on it. That was a week. All right. That's a week. Yeah. That's the only album I have is that one. 
right. Uh, Iron Maiden. Power Slave. Power Slave. Yeah, Power Slave. Ooh. That's right. I love that album. Number of the Beast and, and X Factor. X Factor. Okay, Testament. Oh. Yeah, oh. um, I mean the 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 fucking latest one is fucking killer. Yeah, it is. Creation. Yes, yes. 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 How do bands like that just get better? I mean, they've been around for forty fucking years, and they just get better and better and better. Them and Overkill, man. They yes. Yep. Better oh, fucking hey, new Overkill's fucking ripping too. Yes, Fuck it, yeah. is. it is. Bobby, come on the show. Um, yep. Queen Queensrÿche. Uh, Empire. Empire for me. I love Empire. I think that's a great, great album. Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. Operation Minecraft. Is Minecraft great. Can't one. go wrong. Can't go wrong with either. Yeah, I mean, those two are obvious, so I guess, yeah. <clears throat> Shit. I don't know. If I'm going to put on a, a Queen's Rake record, I'm not going to put on one except for those two. Yeah, that's good call. Yeah. I'll listen to the whole record. Empire. I mean, All right. Anthrax. Among the Living. Yep. For me. Yeah. Yep. Among the living. Sound of white noise. Yes. Yeah. Um, this, this great start to finish, actually. I'm yeah. It is. I, I like Stomp 442. I really love that album, that too. Solid, too. Yeah. That yep. first side is phenomenal. Yeah. Megadeth. Man, Peace Cells. Peace Cells. So far, so good. So far, so good. So what? Wow. All right. Still no rust in peace yep. is there, huh? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a surprise. Yeah, right. old, old school stuff. Yeah. Uh, how about Slayer? Haunting the Chapel. It's DP, but still. Oh, wow. Oh, that's like, we're going fantastic. old school. Yeah. yeah. That's like maybe oh, the, the best 32 minutes of music uh, if I put on an album, you know? <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Uh, Kiss. Love Gun. Uh, Creatures of the Night. For me, I, was, I love it loud. And that, yeah, mm-hmm. That's a good album. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Nice. Yeah. Yes, it is. Alive, yeah. yeah. Yeah, live was great. Uh, King Diamond. Them, for me, I love them. Yeah, that was great. Like fucking, I love. Yeah, the 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 album that got me into them that really uh, actually made it click for me was uh, Graveyard. Um, oh, okay. Just, uh, just because that was when I realized that King is actually playing characters in all of his songs. And yeah, it's a lot more sense when you kind of go from start to finish on an album that way. It's like, oh, okay, I get what he's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Nice. All yeah. right. Andy really cool. Andy LaRock is a great guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, we man, interviewed Matt amazing. Thompson uh, last year, and um, great great guy, and King is supposed to come on our show when his album comes out. So, nice. yeah, nice. yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Um, okay, just a few more. Dio. Last in line, um, Holy Diver. Or last in line for me is so good too. I mean, that's I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, for me, like, Dio's was gonna go on the Black Sabbath. My favorite Dio oh. is Mob Rules. Mob Rules. <laughs> nice. I do love Dio though. I do love Ronnie James. Long live Ronnie James. He was great too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, two more. Uh, Metal Church. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, you know, I'm not as up to date on my Metal Church as I should be, according to most metal fans. Uh, <laughs> but, um, oh, shit. What the fuck? Um, whatever. Uh, I think it's the album name, too. Human Factor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
I heard that yes. on a compilation tape that I got from a gas station going up north and like, you know, when I was like 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Uh, and the last one, Motorhead. Or Gasmatron, maybe. For me, I mean, I, I know they did that. That was my first Motorhead album. I got it on cassette at a garage or a yard sale for a quarter. There was no case. <laughs> oh, it was just yeah. an just an open cassette. I'm like, oh, or Gasmatron. I am fucking buying that. <laughs> I'll buy that for a quarter. That's right. Live at Hammersmith. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Motorhead oh, is yeah. a great live band. They are just so good live. Yep. They're just so good live. Yes, they are. Uh, we're uh, we're we're winding up things. We've got one more game we want to play with you. Mm-hmm. This is called Name That Festival. All right, Finality is playing a festival with two other artists. I'm going to spin the wheel of mystery to find these two <laughs> other bands or artists, and then I'd like for you guys to name the festival that you're all playing at. So let me uh, share my screen. And I'm going to uh, pull it up here. Where are we go? Share. There we go. Okay. Let me know when you can see. Yep. There we go. Okay. Here's the wheel of mystery. Yeah. We've got everybody from Lady Gaga to Slayer. So okay. here we go. Spin. Ooh. Finality. Who's the first artist? That's going to play. Oh, here it comes. Oh, it could be. Oh, oh, it looks like a cannibal corpse. Nice. All right. Yeah. With with, uh, Huey Lewis singing. We're off to (laughs) interesting. It's hip to be Hammer Smash Face. (laughs) And, and, oh, it looks like. Oh, Elton John. And Elton John. Nice. <laughs> oh, my All God. All right. Elton John and <laughs> Cannibal Corpse yeah. and Finality are playing at a festival. What a candle is the in the skull. Of this there festival. Go. Goodbye, yellow brick <laughs> to the face. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, festival? I mean, for that, probably uh, Download. Download Fest. Okay. Download Fest. Yeah, that would be like probably the one where every one of those bands would be on it. <laughs> or you can make up your own festival. Yeah, you can. Name. You can make oh, up okay. the best. Yeah, you can yeah, make up the festival name. name. That's right. You That's create the name for this festival. Yeah. The Circle of Death. Um, Circle of Death. I like that. That's like who's that. uh, who's headlining. Oh, finally. Not, not, not us. <laughs> <laughs> not us. We're on first. <laughs> it's it's late. I gotta go home. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah nice very nice i'm, I'm still oh, smashing nice guy. Yes, i'm still smashing best the festival like is kennedy center honors jim carrey okay. nice. <laughs> nice well he does like cannibal corpse yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's a fan yeah he's a fan right right, yeah. all right. Well, speaking of fan this is like we're winding up here last couple of questions we're all fans of other artists what is your favorite piece of memorabilia? Maybe it's a concert shirt or autograph picture. I know we had the John, you know, the, the bottom drumsticks, but for, for the other guys, what are your maybe a favorite piece of memorabilia that you have? I got a lot. I got a, I got a lot. I got like Palmer's work with drum, a lot of different are drum drummers. Yeah. I got like Cannibal Corpse drums. I don't know. Metallica's all four Metallica's autographs on an old fanzine that my brother used to work for. 
and he got the he got their autographs at the Palace of Auburn Hills in like 1992. Holy shit! And I got it at my house. Nice. Yeah, you got some nice stuff, man. Oh, That's awesome. I got oh. all the King Diamonds uh, autographs. I got I got like you know Trey from Morbid Angel, and Pete Sandoval. I mean, nothing. Got like Pete Sandoval drumsticks. <laughs> One of the ones that uh, that kind of holds. A uh, big place for me is like so when we toured with Guar, they had a, a hardcover book called Let There Be Guar. It's basically just the official biography yeah. of Guar. It's a great book, um, but I bought it early on and just had it in our merch uh, booth area for the whole tour. And little did I know, Don had, uh, from Battlecross had taken it around to all the Guar guys and had them sign it like a fucking high school yearbook. Oh, yeah, dude. oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Wow. Well, just wait. In a few weeks, yeah. I'll have some heavy metal horror swag for you and I'll sign it so you can add it to your collection. Yeah, right. I'll put it, I'll put it Here's a sticker. Yeah. It's signed by Montag. Uh, uh, stick that right on John Bonham's drum stick. Right. Exactly. Finality hot bag. Hey, you're <laughs> hot hey. That's right. Hey, you guys are going to sign something. Well, tea bag. It's, all, hot, it's all a hot bag down here, just like, just like Pennywise. Right there, buddy. Come on. I got a guitar pick from your wedding. Oh, yeah. how sweet is I that? Do, I do it's have a so Tony Asta. I have a Tony Asta guitar pick oh, from your wedding, too. Oh. <laughs> Would you steal it from him? I got to go hey, he left his guitar case here. Let's steal him. Nice. I thought got a Huron guitar. The snake yeah. bite. Here's a snake bite uh, Hetfield guitar right here, which is a like gift Tony gave to Gavin. Oh, yeah. Tony, Tony gave him. Woo. Nice. Hey, nice. I love you. Yes, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, guys, the last question we want to ask is what are your plans for 2024? I mean, you just put out this killer album. You're doing some shows. So yep. what is the plan for next year? Play shows and write. Play honestly. shows, write, release the single soon. This is nice. I mean, it's something fresh, something different. It really just depends on if our bass player stays in the fucking country for more than a month at a time <laughs> so we can go play. <laughs> <laughs> My plan is not to be in the country for more than a month at a time. <laughs> nice. Goddamn visas. God. Uh, It'd be really cool to branch out though and, and yeah. play elsewhere and, and kind of spread spread out a little bit. We're definitely trying to get out of state, that's yeah. for sure. You know, we we won't ever be able to really get this band on the road touring feasibly. Never gonna say never, but um probably never. Uh, but we are open and to get out, you know, do some weekend runs where we can get out and spread out and get a little yeah. southeast. You should cool. contact Deb nice. Levine. She puts on the, the show in Pittsburgh um yeah, Mortal. And, you know, festival. Phenom- yep. phenomenal one day festival get a hold of uh randy kastner who does blades of metal um cool. and there's a lot of really great festivals i've already dropped your name into a, a couple different festivals as, as bands to listen to cool. so yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, that, moose out and fucking uh uh what was that, that smiling moose yeah smiling moose i love that venue <clears throat> yeah and come to cleveland gotta come to cleveland man yeah, yeah, that's, that's the plan. Short trip. That's the plan. I actually, um, I was, uh, I submitted a yeah, two days ago. I'm trying to get something early 2024 for Cleveland. Uh, ISD okay. last week, so. Yeah, that'd be great. There's a lot of good venues. Yeah, we'll definitely come out and see it. We'll, we'll be appreciate to, it. We look forward to meeting you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be great. I'm not sure who's coming with me. I hope everyone's coming, mm-hmm. but if not, it'll be just me. Mm-hmm. The talent. Yeah. The talent. The ta- <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> God, don't make his head get any bigger, please. Um, I'll need a hot bag for my head. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I got a tea bag for your head. Okay? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You've been wanting to do that for 30 years. Don't act oh, like you have it. That's right. He's been like so excited. Oh, I get the tea bag Montag. That's why I never fall asleep yeah. around him. You know what you we know, did when we fell asleep, Dreadbull? Uh-huh. Uh, that was just permanent one. markers. It's I'm a not... steaming one right for you, Montag. Yeah, wrap it up. Last thing we want to do, guys, we want to thank you so much for being on the show. Would you do a bumper for us? You can all do it at the same time. This is finality, and you're watching Heavy Metal Horror. Would you be able to do something like that for us? Yeah. Or you can introduce yourselves individually. I don't care however you want to do it. It's fine with me. I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. What's up, guys? This is finality, and you're watching Heavy Metal Horror. Fuck yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much. Guys, we want to thank you so much for spending time with us. We've had a great time getting to know you. And uh, just, just, you know, thank you again for the music and uh, letting us do the review. Really excited to see you in a few weeks. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do our our outro. We're gonna invite you to bring up the horns in a bit. So uh-huh. hey, you can find heavy metal horror on unsaneradio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast, our Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word, our YouTube page, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. If you're watching, that's where you're at. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And if you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. Top top <laughs> and Dreadbull. You've been watching and listening to. All right, guys, bring up the horns. Come on, heavy, heavy metal, metal. metal. <laughs> This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>